Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today I'm having a very heart-centered, deep and meaningful conversation with the one and only Anna Lovera, one of our members and an incredibly smart and successful business owner based out of Canada. And in our conversation, we talk about a few different questions that are important that you ponder when it comes to growing your business. And towards the end, Anna also shares her, it's almost like a recipe for success around stubbornness and perseverance. So get excited to listen in to this epic conversation with Anna Lovera. Today, I am so happy and just very grateful to have Anna Lavera, the one and only, in the room with me or in the virtual room with me. Hey, Anna, thanks so much for joining me today. Hello, happy to be here, as always. It's, you're just such a, an amazing business owner and, and just an amazing human in general. And, and I've known you now for a few years. You're a graduate of the Clever Bunch and, and you're also in the Genius Bunch. And... And one thing that every time I see you, you always show up fully. And, and that is often for you at different hours to here in Sydney because you're based in Canada. And you just have this, this way of always showing up fully with your whole heart and your whole presence. And I always get a bit emotional thinking about it because it's very rare. So I just wanted to, maybe, I, you know, this was another question I was going to ask you, but, but how do you... <laughs> what's your secret how do you do that you always show up with your whole heart well you know what Francisca you you um I I I there might be all kinds of reasons for that I think one of them is that I really love what I do I really want to help people um I'm empathic to think that everybody's going through stuff and then if you can help them right there in the moment in some way you 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 should do that in the in the measure that you can but I also recall something now because you're mentioning it and it's something that I think I've learned with you guys because I don't remember if it was 2020 or 2021, but when we were, when we were discussing like what is our theme for the year, I think you mentioned um, you wanted to make an impact and impact was kind of your word. And it got me thinking that we don't get to leave whatever experience we are going through, like the two of us right now in this phone call, um, in this video call, we don't get to have it a second time. And even if we didn't record it and we have to do it again next week, it will be a different experience. So whenever you show up for something, try to make a good impact. And in order to do that, I think you you try to bring, to, you remind yourself of bringing the best that you can. And, and that was a great thing to realize because sometimes we think, okay, you know what, if it doesn't go well, we'll just do it next time. Um, and, and that's true for when you show up for your clients, when you have an introductory meeting, when you go to an event, to have this awareness of, I'm going to try to make a good impact. That is just out of the gate, very unexpected, the most profound and most important lesson that, that we can talk about here today so we can pretty much finish. <laughs> yes. all already. There you go. <laughs> it's such a great reminder and it really hits me in my heart, this message, because 
I really resonate with it. And I think it's a really, really good message for all of us. You know, what you share is, is this moment that we have now. And, mm. and there's so much else going on. And, and there's so much going on in the world, as, as always. There's, there's a lot of, of negative going on. There's a lot of positive going on. And, and it's very distracting. And we just have right now, this conversation is right now. So, so coming fully with your whole heart is, is how we can make the biggest impact. And, and we can apply this to anything, as you say. I just love this so much. Thank you for sharing. This is a very <laughs> profound message. And we, I feel like we need to hear it over and over again. Now, to, you know, to talk a little bit about your businesses also, because we have a lot of business owners listening to this and watching also the video. You have become a business owner a while ago you have run a few businesses would you like to share a little bit of your entrepreneurial journey how how did you decide to become a business owner and also tell us a bit about your business or your businesses you've got a supply chain consulting agency and a few other things yes yeah so i'm i started in the right before the pandemic right i said um, i registered my company at the end of 2019 and i said this is what i'm going to do and then the pandemic hit and um that was right around the time that i have stopped working in the corporate world and i have become an immigrant here in canada so i'm originally from venezuela moved here in the early 2019 and when you leave your country and you leave your extended family and, and all your friends and you move to another country, however friendly, however, however lovely it is here, you are by yourself, right? So I didn't want to dedicate so much of my time and attention to a job as I, as I was before, because I was, going to, I was not going to have that extended support to balance my family. So I really wanted to be there and to support my kids also in the transition to a new country. Um, but at the same time, I said, you know what? I, I feel that I really want to keep doing what I'm doing, what I do in terms of helping companies, you know, improve their logistics, improve their supply chain, and in doing so, um, retain their clients because there's really disconnection between operations and, and client satisfaction. And then, I thought, well, how am I going to do this? And it was towards the end of 2019 that it sort of clicked to say, well, you know what, I'm going to give it a try to become um, an entrepreneur, to do this work on an entrepreneurial form, like a consultant. And and it was the, the moment that, that I realized this is the path that I'm going to follow was when I realized from a lot of meditation and a lot of writing my own thoughts that what I had lost when I left my country and when I left my job, what I had lost was the platform. So my company, my former company, when I, when I spent 20 years there, that's, that was a platform. People knew me. They knew what I was good at. If they needed me, they knew where to find me. Um, and, and so I was busy because I had a platform more than a job. They just knew me. And then I realized, okay, that's what I need to do now in the entrepreneurial world. I need to become known. I need to create this platform for myself by doing work, by attending events, by doing voluntary work, by networking and so on. And that's how it's going to happen. You know, you, I'm going to become known and I'm going to build this platform. And, and that's how the, the whole entrepreneurial journey start to take, started to take form. Yeah. And, and 
I remember being on on a part of this journey with you, and and I remember you. You know, it, it's it's quite daunting. You moved your whole family to a new country, and at the same time, you also started your own business, and you, you didn't know anyone or hardly anyone. New culture, new language, new system, and you started your own business, and you started hustling, and and. And some of the things that you mentioned that helped you to get to where you are now and and you're you're really creating a name for yourself in this industry. Some of the things that you mentioned are you you go networking, you connect with people. What what are some of the other things that you have been doing to to grow this yeah. company now? I think um the the part where when it when it when you realize okay, in order to become known, the next step is what am, what am I going to be become known for? Whom do I want or who do I want to know me? And when they know me, what do I want them to see? So these are things that I learned. Essentially, the, the Clever Bunch play a big role on understanding, you know, brand, understanding, uh, sharing your expertise and, and the, the social proof of your expertise. So I started to develop my social media profile. I started to refine my voice and I started to understand who my client, who my target client is and researching my target client. And the, and the very important thing was what are three or four values I think I defined, I, not I think, I'm sure I defined four for my brand and then keep writing with that mentality, with that mindset, with that voice in mind. And then that was sort of the next step after, you know, deciding what I really need is to become known and I need to create a platform, then known to whom and for what, so that so that, that can become a brand and it can become something that really attract clients and you can and you can sort of really make a living out of that and capitalize on 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 that on that work on all that work because there's a lot of work on on trying to become known and to create a platform but it's really yeah. worth it it's really worth it because it's a research about what you do and about yourself as well and and i love the specificity of it too i i, I like how you you know, it, it, especially in the beginning, it's quite easy to want to be known to everyone for everything. But those two questions are so powerful that you shared is what do you want? Well, whom do you want to be known to? Who, who do you want to work with? Who, who are your target audience? And what do you want to be known for? So who do you want to work with specifically? And you got really clear on that. And then what specifically do you want to be known for? Those are such great questions. And then the values are also so important to then have this alignment and you have this now in your company with everything every touch point that you have you have this alignment in terms of tone of voice and the imagery that you use how you make people feel it's very consistent now of course over the last few years it's not been always easy also there has been a pandemic and especially with supply chain i mean <laughs> that industry has been completely ripped apart with with covid what what are some of your first let's talk about maybe some of your biggest challenges that you have faced and then also some of your highlights so let's maybe first go into the what were some of the biggest challenges and how did you overcome it yeah i think in terms of challenges one of the things that i experienced at the beginning was precisely in this journey of understanding what did i wanted to be known for 
Um, I think the, the question that happens before that is, you know, what do I want to do or how do I want to serve clients and what, what really, not just that it makes me happy, but I feel like I'm good at, right? Which is a, a byproduct of making you happy because you're really adding value. And so that, at the beginning, that was a bit um, challenging because I had left a corporate job of 20 years and in a corporate job, you do so many different things. And when you become an entrepreneur, especially in the consulting world, you cannot just show up and say, well, you know what? Um, my name is Anna and I can do anything in the world of supply chain. <laughs> and so this refinement of, um, you know, who am I really for and, and uh, what within the supply chain spectrum I can do and match that with the real needs out there. That has been a challenge, and the way to carve that is like you're—it's like you're digging something out, you know. It's—it's it's, you have to do a lot of trial and error, a lot of uh, preparing some content and see how it's received, um, a lot of listening, um, trying to speak with people and ask the right the right questions, and then listen, and then gather all that information, and then try to put it together, because. That is really the essence. And I think I was work, talking with someone from Basic Bananas, I think a couple of weeks ago in, in one of the meetings, and we said the marketing really explodes when you know who your client is and what they need, and you connect that with what you do. And that was, that was something that it really, I, I guess I had no doubt that I was going to find it. Um, at the same time, I know that that search will continue for as long as I am working and I am in business because that the needs continue to evolve. And, and I have to say, for me, that is a challenge. I don't know if it's a challenge for everyone in the consulting world, but it was for me. And I think one thing that played a, a big role there was to be perseverant, to know that there was something of value that I wanted to offer, to know that it's something that is needed out there and just to, to you know, to find the magnetism between the two so that we could connect. I love that. I love how you, how you put it so beautifully. So who, who the client is and what they need, understand what they need and then connect it with what you do. And that creates that magnetism, which is a, a forever journey. I just love how you put it so succinctly for our viewers and listeners also to, to question that in their own businesses as a forever question. Now, what about, what is one of your, over the last few years, if you look back at your journey as an entrepreneur, what is one of your proudest moments? Mm. Oh my goodness. You know what? We were in the, I think we were in a, in a meeting last week um, with all the Genius Bunch members and we went into the breaking rooms and in one of the opportunities that I had to speak, I was talking with everyone and I realized, Francisca, that right now is the three-year mark of when I registered my company back in 2019. I think it is 2020, 21, 22. Yeah, it's a three-year mark. And I realized right there that I have said to myself, when I started this, I said, I'm gonna give myself three years to see if I can become a consultant, to see if this works and to and to see if I'm really cut out for this and otherwise I'm gonna go and, and, and go back to find the work. And then in three years, my family will already be adjusted to, to Canada. And, um, and I said, oh my God, it's been three years. And that was, that was a proud moment sort of because 
I realized that wasn't in my mind anymore. For a long time, it hasn't been because I sort of answered that question a, a while ago. And I, and I shared with the team that I was talking at that moment. Um, you know what, right now, my, obviously I'm, I've been, I'm three years in business and COVID has been hard and everything. And the company is not yet, you know, everything that I dream it, it will be. But uh, right now I'm living with more freedom that I would ever be if I was employed by a company in a in a in an employee level that would pay not close to what I'm making as a consultant. So I thought, you know what, that's that's a that's a pretty good thing. And I realized it there and then shared it with the team and we had a good moment because um you know it just feels like progress. You you're you give yourself targets and then you meet them and then you learn in the process and you realize okay I'm ready to go to the next step. Yeah, I'm, and, I, and I'm so proud of you and also just just so happy to hear that. And it's, you know, you're right. We often set these targets and then we forget. And then even when we hit them, it's like, oh, I don't even remember. I didn't celebrate them. So taking these moments also yeah. that you share now with the geniuses in your case and, and to look back and like, wow, I, I, you know, it's been three years and I'm I'm doing this and I'm continuously doing this and adding value is just so so gratifying now you joined the clever bunch a few years ago and now you're you graduated after 12 months and then joined the genius bunch in the beginning it would have been you know for most businesses it's quite can be a bit of a scary decision to go oh i don't know you know who are these guys at basic bananas and what's this clever bunch all about why did you choose to join the clever bunch and what were some of the challenges maybe you had at the time Listen, I, I, you know, I was trained as a buyer, so I don't buy things so easily. And, and there's a whole process that goes in when I decide, okay, I'm going to invest in this and I'm going to get this service. And I remember it was like uh, we were still in the middle of the first big lockdown. So it was um, end of April or beginning of May 2020. And I was invited to the Blast Off workshop and I, I remember that I couldn't even believe myself. I was writing my email and my phone call and my, my phone number on the chat because um, it really felt right. And, you know, but for me, it was love at first sight. I said to Liesl the other day, um, Liesl, I don't know how it works for other people. And I, and I was telling her, if there is anybody that you are talking with here in Canada and you want to invite me into the meeting, I'll be happy to go because I can speak about my journey and the hours, the hours difference and the fact that I am on this side of the world and, and, and you guys are for the most part in Australia. And, um, and, and, and I said to myself, it just felt right. It's one of those things where no argument that somebody else can tell you will convince you to yes or no, because you're feeling that this is right. So there was a bit of that. And the other part that I think played a very important role is and I don't, I don't think I've mentioned this to you guys before, but there was a point in the, in the workshop that we were talking, somebody asked a question, is it worth to register your name or your company's name on business directories? And then Christo answered the question. He said there are ex business directories that you can use that are very reputable one. And he even put them in, somebody put them in the chat. And then someone said, well, you know, is this something that you do um, or you teach us how to do? And then the answer from Krista was somewhere different words, I'm sure, but it was somewhere along the lines of, you know, 
you can do it by yourself it is doable and we can help you or we have somebody here who's very good very efficient and she can do it um, and it cost $80 an hour or, or $60 an hour, whatever the number was. And she's very good and she's very efficient and, and she can do it for you. So it's your choice. And that, that exchange right there, which probably lasted less than a minute or, or, or just over a minute, was so authentic in the way that you are looking at the client as a partner. You are looking at the client from a place of really adding value. You are being a benchmark in what mentorship should be, which is mentoring um, really to what people need and giving them options. And I, and I was so captivated by that. And, and, and it felt, it felt so connected with the way that I want to help clients too. You know, I, you, you know, for my journey, you know, the first thing I did was I, when I was 17, I was a translator. So English speaking people came into Venezuela into a factory. I was a translator and then our engineers um, would receive all this message. And that was the power of mentorship and the power of collaboration across cultures. And, and to see that moment there, that was captivating for me. And I said, I, I will work with these guys because I, you showed me right there what were you what you were about and it was not about captivating um you know capturing not captivating but capturing clients and just for the sake of making a sale and and that was really that was really something and it has been like that ever since like you know it, it has not disappointed in any way the way that you guys create a community with with your clients you take your clients and you build a community and that's just so powerful oh, you've never shared that that's uh, that's very <laughs> powerful thought that that I've never heard from you and and you're right we're very much and this is maybe a lesson in itself that you also very much believe in and, and use in your business we very much meet people where they're at and some people need more hand holding than others it's always for us about can we help this person and what is the best option for them and then of course we very much believe in business owners understanding marketing strategy and then depending on where they're at in their journey and if they have a budget, they can either outsource the implementation of that or they can do it themselves, like you mentioned in this example. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. In terms of, of the Clever Bunch, you've been such a, an also a very important member for our community because you're so giving, as we mentioned in the beginning. What are some of the results that you've, you've already shared some of them, but what are some of the results that you have received from applying the strategies in the Clever Bunch? Yeah, so, oh my goodness, there's so many. I think the first one that comes to my mind, and I know that it might sound like it's very simple, but that's that's the kind of thing that you find there. You find these bits and pieces that you use to connect with your journey and then make things work. And one of the things that I do with my clients is I never send proposals by email. I always schedule a meeting and present that proposal. And then going back to what we spoke in the beginning, having an impact and, you know, having the opportunity to present what I'm going to, what I'm offering to the client to do for them, to do with them um, and how that is co it's connected to the need that they have expressed to be able to answer questions, to be able to show them the price and discuss the price and to have openness about all the elements that build my price. Um, it's just, it leaves them with an experience. I think if we can talk about the proposal and we can talk about the cost of my services so openly, 
um, you know, wholeheartedly right at the beginning, then what fear could be left there on their side of working with me? And, and it has been so effective. Like whenever I have the opportunity to make a proposal in, 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 you know, in the consulting world, you're not making proposals every day because you really have to develop, you know, can I work with this client? Do I have the time to do it? Do I have the resources with somebody else? Um, am I really available to what they want? So it's not really that you can make so many proposals for big projects, but when I do have the opportunity, it really, it, it always works because it's, it's, it's the client. I think whatever fear, whatever concern or whatever, um, yeah, whatever concern they might have, am I going to really get value for this? It dissipates in that, in that first meeting. Yeah. And that is really yeah. powerful. I remember when you when you changed your approach to proposals and it's so powerful and your closing right now is pretty much 100% whenever you send out or present yeah. a proposal you it's close to 100% right yeah in 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 you know year today 2022 i have i have gotten every single business that i have pitched for that i have proposed um, and it, and it, it, the company's really, I've, I've, we, there's four of us now, there used to be just me, there's four of us consultants that are helping me in different projects and, and it's, it's growing and, and it really feels in a way that I'm going in the right direction because that's the kind of work that I want to do, you know, to, to, to be leading the process of uh, developing the client and developing what the service is. And then bringing the right people together to work on that project and supervise that project and take it to 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 end it right to end it well for what the client wants. and yeah. um, and it, it's working well. It's it's every every proposal we have made this year we have gotten the the job. It's huge. That's very unusual and and obviously a big testament to you. First of all, knowing your clients, so understanding who you actually want to work with, so they're the right people, and then creating really good offers that are adding value to those people so that they see it and they want to work with you. Now, one last question on the Clever Bunch quickly, and then I'd like to finish up with some of your wisdom for fellow entrepreneurs. What is one of your favorite things about the Clever Bunch? There are so many different aspects to it. There's the community and there's the group, mm. the discussions. What's your favorite aspect? You, you, know, you know how they say, and I like, of course, the knowledge that we get there. There's always a new tip. There's always something that you had not thought about before. There's always the opportunity to ask for a question. But I think when I look back in retrospective, every meeting, the Clever Bunch, the masterminds, everything, the key is how it makes you feel. It's such a source of energy to connect with business owners, to listen to what somebody else is going through, and then to have the opportunity to say something, hey, this worked for me, how about you try this? Or you know what, hang in there because it happened to me also. And Or maybe you get to speak about what's bothering you what or what's, what's weighing on you, and then hear the others you know, sharing also their wisdom and their energy. It, it, when you, by the time you finish that meeting, you feel as though if you went to therapy or to a, some some sort of you know massage or something that really gave you your strength back that you can get back out there and continue doing what you're doing and, and for me 
and this is why I, I am never done, Francisca, and I told you this before, I'm not done because you never get done belonging in a community. Um, you know, we, we just, we keep learning. We start the Clever Bunch again. We go to the Genius meetings. We have the experiences and, and all of these things, they're just first and foremost, um, you know, energy, source of tips, source of wisdom, source of information, source of networking, possible help, and, and all of that put together is just great, great energy. That's, that's really a nice to hear. Thank you so much for sharing. And talking about energy and also wisdom, receiving wisdom for fe from fellow entrepreneurs in our community. What is some wisdom or something that you'd like to share with our listeners here, with our viewers? Is there something even that you wish you had known when you first started? So it's sort of two questions. What's the word of wisdom? And also, is there something that you wish you had known that you'd like to share? Yeah, so in, in this whole, you know, in this whole trying to understand what I wanted to do, how it add value to the clients, there is, and the reason why I think it's difficult is because there's a lot of doubt, right? So there's doubt that comes from yourself, there's doubt that comes from looking at what somebody else is doing. And then I've always told myself, you know, because because you work hard, whenever you work hard, if that's your value, then you are you are perseverant, right? And one thing that I discover is that there is like one step before being perseverant is you have to be a little bit stubborn. You know, when you find something, perseverance is the, the strength that's going to help you push it and push it and push it to see how far it can go. Um, and the stubbornness of your, you know, sticking to the fact that you believe that this is going to add value to someone. And I think I was talking about this because I was doing some mentorship. I am doing some mentorship here in Montreal with an organization that helps entrepreneurs. And I was talking to, to, to a girl and, and she was in that stage where she thinks, I, I think my idea is not really worth because the sales are not happening yet, you know? And then you think this idea might not be really good. Why would I work hard? Why would I persevere? And then I was saying to her something, I think it was in the early 2000s, I had the opportunity to hurt um, a woman from the UK who founded this company, the, the, the food shop or the food, whatever the name of that company is, is a company that focused on selling products, especially for feet, for, you know, pedicure or whatever it is. And she said something and it stuck with me and I was far away from being an entrepreneur at that time, but she said, just find an idea and push it to see how far it can go. And I was saying that to her, I think before that to fuel your perseverance and to fuel your hard work, be stubborn about your idea, about the service that you want to, to give. If you think that this really adds value, if you have seen the power of what you do and how it can improve somebody's life, whether it's a product or a service, then be stubborn because stubborn that is stubbornness. You're going to need it. You're going to need it to fuel your perseverance and your hard work. This is this is gold. I, I love it. And mm -hmm. I've taken some notes here that I will also put in the show notes. But this distinction between stubbornness and perseverance and how how stubbornness comes slightly before perseverance and fuels your perseverance. So stubbornness, according to Ana Lovera, which I agree with you, helps you believe in what you do and helps you push in adding value. And then the perseverance helps you to push it further that little bit further that you need that's yeah. you know 
maybe that needs to be part of your quotes somewhere. I hope you're collecting some quotes here, <laughs> Anna Lavera quotes, because that's really good. That's really good wisdom, and it's your own thinking. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna write it down somewhere also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's brilliant. I haven't heard anyone position it in that way. That, that it's brilliant. Stubbornness precedes perseverance just a little bit, and you need both. You need stubbornness to fuel your perseverance. It's it's called. Thank you so much. I would love to close on that note because it's it's a really lovely note to end on. We've started very beautifully it, reminding ourselves and and each other and our listeners to be present and to bring everything to this moment that we have because we just have it only once. Every moment comes once. And so how do we show up? And then finishing up with stubbornness and perseverance. I love it. So Anna, thank you so much as always for bringing everything that you always bring to the community now to the wider community too, to everyone that is going to see this. Really, really appreciate it. And if anybody would love to say hi to you, should they do that on LinkedIn or where, where do you want to connect with people? Yeah, I'm super active on LinkedIn now more than other social media. So you can find me there, Ana Lovera, and then it's likely that it will show up there, supply chain consulting solutions, helping manufacturing companies and, and so on. And um, and or or on my website analovera.com and I'm there also quite quite often. <laughs> all right, thank you so much. Thanks again, and thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. I hope you enjoy these behind the scenes interviews with our members that are doing amazing work in the world. So, uh, just like Ana Lovera is doing. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.